We are now. Oh, yeah. Levels good? Yeah. Check, check. What it is, everyone. Uh, we right. Eating presents the Free 99 Podcast. Follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Instagram. That's Free 99 Podcast. Be sure to listen, like, comment, and subscribe. Shout out to the sponsors, We Eating, the F4 Clothing Company, NED Video Productions, possibly you. Email us, ASKFree99 at gmail.com. Uh, Philly Phil in the building. What up? Uh, Mono in the building. Mm-hmm. And we have... We have... We have to me, to me, a vet in the building. A vet wow. in the building. I want to let you introduce yourself, my man. All right. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, it is the one and only OG Joker One. Graffiti writer. You either love or you hate or you love to hate. Man. All one of the, the other. All of the above. <laughs> I love the art. Can yeah. I say that? I, I love, appreciate I'm, it. Toast to you, my man. I, I, Cheers. I, I love Thank the you. art. You a Thank class you. act. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Hey, you feel me? Shout out to the class X. Hey, shout out to my boy nice. uh, Mike. Yeah. Current current culture yeah. and design. See, yeah, I'm shout out to Mike. Yeah. See Mike, I'm repping. Hey, see how that works. You got everything covered today. <laughs> see, I got it all covered, man. And I and I, I appreciate that, man. Like, you know. I just appreciate all the support. Yeah. I appreciate being called to come do this. Yeah. I appreciate cats that break me down their brands and and the shirts like F word clothing. One of the originals who come had me laced up, all F word fitted. Come on now. You know what I mean? Do you remember? All right, and then I'm gonna do some of my favorite memories with you. Like we we did a, a dunk exchange over in Oakland at the I Coliseum. I absolutely remember that. That yeah. So uh, I don't want to. This is like five, maybe six years back. Yeah, yeah, definitely about five years. This is before having a clothing brand was popping. Yeah. yeah. Before it was trendy. Before it was trendy. Yeah. It yeah. Wasn't when, trendy when, though. Yeah, trendy yeah, everything. Motherfucker. Yeah. We had a uh, we did a dunk exchange and we had we had my my man Joker come out and. Did uh did graffiti paint on what was Bugs's homegirl's name? Uh, I forgot. Oh, uh, you did body paint, huh? Yeah. Bro, I was doing live body Poor paint. Poor guy. That's yeah. the second time. <laughs> that's the second time you did that for us too. Yeah, yeah, you know, the job. Somebody's got to do it. <laughs> I do remember was it hard? being was it a hard? bunch of fly young ladies Man. in line to the hard hard body painted. Was it hard to concentrate? Um, no, you know, no? when you're a professional, you just stick to the artwork. And also, oh. when you're when you're as old as I am, you get this like feeling that you're being creepy with the twenty somethings. Yeah. So I keep it all to myself. I but stay professional in that scenario. That I'm 46 years old, man. That's not OG too old. In the Graduated game. Urban Pioneers Maceteer, 1992. Mac-a-teer. 1992 was my graduation year. Nice. I had Wayne, man. Yeah, I, when I was Shout in Urban Mac Pioneers, it was, it was only one class, and it was yeah, Wayne. Was Wayne yeah. And then it was like the next few years that they expanded and had the different classes yeah, with less. Right. And then I came back and was staff at Urban Pioneers. Uh, but, right? but, but they saved me for graduating on time. Without Urban and getting those credits, yeah. I would have been another dropout flunky. <laughs> you did it. Another victim yeah. of the Frisco graffiti scene <laughs> in the early 90s. And during during this time, though, you kind of stepped away from graph, right? Right after, like, you stepped away from a little bit, and then you, you jumped back in the game. I did. I did. You're, you're actually good for knowing that uh, timeline, so... He did his homework. You know, yeah. <laughs> My man. In the early 90s, in the early 90s, that's what it was. You know, it's like that was the era for those who weren't there um, where, you know, a lot of people in San Francisco mm. went from graffiti straight into gang banging after yeah. high school in the early blocks, 90s. Let's yeah. face it. That was the gangster rap era. That was yeah. the Everybody, culture. like, 
wanted to rock a rag and have a nine, you know, and like, and a lot of people I know put down the spray can and picked up a dope sack and a pistol and, you know. I'm getting this money. Yeah, and yeah. not a lot of people made it out of that era and, and I feel fortunate to, to have found my way somehow mm -hmm. after going through the grimy 90s, which not everyone survived, to find yeah. my way back or rather graffiti found his way back into my life about 10 years ago now. So ten years ago, that, you got back into it. Yeah, yeah about nice. two thousand eight was kind of my my debut, my my, my comeback. You're welcome you back. Could say yeah. That and then just touching on that, what uh, what year did you leave the game to come back to it? Do you remember? Yeah, I mean, so I continued to do graffiti probably through like 93 94 uh -huh. but right at around that time if my memory is serving me correctly that was right when they made it uh they implemented all new uh security on the bus yards mm. talk about the yeah bus yards. yeah all those new fences and they had a bunch of new buses and they're like we're not getting this shit ran through mm -hmm. like they used to do at the old bus yards mm -hmm. so along with all those new buses they got in the early 90s they had a full state-of-the-art security system mm -hmm. that included new fences cameras everything and anything available at the time security wise and at the time i mean i was just a vandal i, I didn't i wasn't mm. interested in pursuing graffiti beyond tagging on buses like that's where i got my just getting up. away from yeah i was just getting up i wasn't painting pieces mm. that's something i learned when i you know as a result of my re more recent comeback. Mm -hmm. I wasn't a piecer. I wasn't an artist. I yeah. was a vandal. Hand style. Yeah. <laughs> it was all about hand styles. It was all about getting up on muni buses. What Streets what? here and there, yeah. but really it was about buses. And so at the same time that the culture and the people I, I was around, all the writers were shifting into. And at the time, we're also graduating high school. And mm. so we're becoming young men and realizing Oh shit! We need to start making money. Yeah, we yeah, need yeah. to start supporting ourselves. We ain't no like schoolboys anymore. So as everyone's turning 18, 19, the buses were no longer an option, and we kind of matured out of graffiti in a way, or at least most of us did at the time. And I was one of those people that took up, you know, what we were doing at the time. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Chilling on the block, selling dope, <laughs> fucking hoes, riding around, <laughs> riding around in cars, doing the shit we all did in the nineties. Yeah, nineties was back then or now? When it wasn't. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was back then. I'm gonna do that on the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Early '90s to like mid to late '90s was kind of wild because gangs, wild, man. gangs were still it really popping, and dog. that was like it grade was school. That was that was me taking the bus from uh, 30th Mission to uh, to Philam in Delhi City. Oh so, man, what a ride, dog! Yeah, I was on 30th, so you better tuck your shit on that shit. ride. I want to get that barbecue yeah. stick out. Yeah. <laughs> that DF, that DF will get you. Oh yeah, yeah, DF will yeah. get you. Yeah, in those days, it was a real thing. Um, so what year? Okay, give us like your your best memories of like the Muni bus yards. Oh man, I mean, there's no other feeling in the world for a graffiti writer of getting on a. Uh, a cherry bus in the middle of the yards at night fresh out fresh out right fresh out the like shop uh, like, all, clean, new, and all clean and shiny Ooh. and like that's the type of panel that you take an ultra wide marker juice with pilot ink and it just glides and there's no streaking mm. there's no there's no chalkiness there's nothing gumming up your tip it's just smooth clean it's just it's like, like you're making love to them yeah yeah, yeah that's <laughs> it and, and in that moment 
that was where that 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 feeling of creative joy came from, mm-hmm. yeah. which I can only now kind of break down and identify as a more mature person who looks at things in a different way. In the moment back then, I was just having fun, you know yeah. what I mean? And um, so we used to just run through the bus yards, you know, we used to go bus hopping and, and, and getting your name up, you know, getting on the same bus and seeing your name in the back. Mm. There was no other feeling like that at the time. And that that was your social media. Yeah, and, and <laughs> that was your likes and followers right there. That's it. And, you know, that's that's a good point because I've I've come to this belief this belief now, and I mm-hmm. actually have a whole narrative that goes with it about how graffiti is the original social media. Mm-hmm. Before we had coined that term, and before we had social media technology, mm-hmm. we had graffiti for yeah. thousands of years. This was a way that you, as an individual, could project. An uncensored message, whatever that may be. We now do that on our phones through social media. Mm -hmm. But for thousands of years, people have just been literally writing on the wall rather than posting on your Facebook wall. So even the the language we use with social media. That was OG Twitter. Yeah, you used to say on Facebook, like, you can post something up on your wall mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like convince me that's not a direct reference to graffiti yeah. it's a wall you're writing on it and so wow man a lot more a lot more to say on that but but yeah at the time it was like that's where i would get the adrenaline rush because ultimately if you're a graffiti writer you're half rebel artist half adrenaline junkie and the two you know and together you have somebody out there rocking buses you know how did you get rocking bus yards writing how did you get, oh, what, what inspired you yeah well you know, first came hip hop. You know yeah. what I mean? I was a break dancer before I was a graffiti writer, and that was in the late '80s. Check the elements, fuckers. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Matter of fact, check y'all elements. I was part of a crew called the Bayview Breaking Crew. Hey, we used to go to these little break off competitions in Concord. You know what I mean? That uh, was a thing, like going to someone yeah. else's city and rocking. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And we all and had our matching it. suits, and I was like the secret weapon. I was the white boy. <laughs> oh, I was the white boy. Uh, they would always wait. <laughs> they would wait until like the crescendo of the battle and then they were like yeah and then they would call me out and they'd be like oh they got a white boy and he's killing y'all right now my breaking name was mr twister mr Twister. i was known for a never-ending backspin so i mean honestly i wasn't very good but i was dope as fuck at backspin i had this this one like adidas jack you know like sweatsuit and I would just spin like forever, you know. Just carry you the yeah, whole time, and, huh? and, and it was always like part of the like finale of the, our little competitions at the time. So Ooh. team how, shut so, it down after that. Yeah, and how that led to hip hop is so how that led to graffiti rather is right. We all know what's now called the four elements of of, of hip hop, yes, right? Sir. And so you know it started with breakdancing. Then I remember specifically when I was in sixth grade mm-hmm. at Herbert Hoover Middle School. Hey, shout out to Hoover. Before I got kicked out and sent to Everett. And <laughs> hey, shout out to Everett, too. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Hoover. And so man. I remember specifically in sixth grade, my uh, best friend at the time, and I'll call him out by name, Dylan Duarte. So Duarte. My homie Dylan. Government name. He, he essentially, the way I remember it is he came to me one day after school and said, it's kind of corny, but he said, we have to start tagging. <laughs> and, and, you know, plan. we're 11 years old. So <laughs> years. let's put this in context. We're yeah. like 11-year-old kids, okay. fresh, fresh into middle school. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And he's like, we got to start tagging. And I, and, and I think my response was, what's tagging? <laughs> <laughs> and he said, you know, man, graffiti. He's like, we already break dance and strut. He's like, we got to start doing graffiti. That's a like, yeah. yeah. He's like, that's hip hop. 
Mm -hmm. And uh, so I said, okay, what do we do? And he said, well, first we need markers, you know? And so we, uh, I remember this. I remember this in detail. We, we took the bus from Hoover to Diamond Heights, Safeway, or no, not even Safeway. It was like pay and save or something hey, like that. At the time, right? Yeah, at the time. It That's was just pay and save. Old. Which used to, it was like kind of the equivalent of Walgreens for those yeah. that don't remember. So there was, a, there was still, yeah, yeah, right. You get it. <laughs> so there was a pay and save. And uh, I think we, that was when I stole my first marker. We went in there. Nice. We didn't have any money. And uh, I think I it? grabbed like a Magnum 44 and a Marks a lot marker Sheesh. and just like stuffed them in my sleeve and we walked out all scared and we were so paranoid as 11 year olds to go do graffiti of course in retrospect it's like we weren't scared to steal the markers but we were so paranoid to actually, actually write on something that, if you're familiar with diamond heights we we actually hiked all the way down to Glen canyon Okay. And we found this like bench in the middle of the fucking jungle down there. <laughs> it, clearly, no one had like seen it in years, right? It was like covered in moss. Mm -hmm. I remember we like scratched some moss off to like, oh, and we, we were so paranoid. There's nobody around, of course. Okay. We were so paranoid. We're like, yo, watch my back. <laughs> and uh, and he gave me my first tag at the time, and he, and made up a tag for himself, which I've forgotten. But he gave me my first tag. Okay. This is the first time this has ever been recorded anywhere is that right i've yes. told this story yes. but it's the first time it's ever been recorded just uh -oh. for the record dope my very first tag when i was 11 years old was sheepdog sheepdog <laughs> how'd you spell it though how'd you spell it i spelled it normally i didn't even know enough to like try to make it cool or different you I weren't just, even sheepdog one you're just sheepdog. Yeah, it was just sheepdog it was before he knew about one he just said well at the time we, Looney Tunes. As, aside from being breakdancers, we were also getting into skating because that was that was getting real big yeah. in here mm -hmm. and in the late '80s. You know, oh, the, the whole thrash big Peralta, Thrasher, Tony Hawk. You know, kind of before all that became mainstream. This was the underground scene. That was the other thing going that going along. Uh, and there was a really cool hybrid culture in San Francisco of skating, Frisco bred that punk scene, uh -huh. gangster shit, independent like free gangster, all of that. Yeah, it was just the independent mm. counterculture scene. Mm -hmm. and, you know, it was a big hodgepodge of all the cool people that were kind of going against the grain of mainstream society. Straight up, and and Straight so up. all that to say that I got that tag because. And you wouldn't know it now, but hey! at the time, I had a thick head of hair and a big swoop <laughs> oh, shit. of hair that came down and hung over my eyes. Like Shaggy? Like, like Sheepdog oh. in the old school cartoon. Oh, shit. Old school Sheepdog and Leghorn or whatever, oh, Foghorn Leghorn cartoons. Remember Sheepdog? Sheepdog. With the hair that covers? From Looney Tunes. Yeah. That. So that was my first tag in 1986. 1986. And about that time, like if you look at it. Everything that we knew as far as like hip hop or even like into the gang era, everyone was named after cartoons. Yeah. See? You feel so me? So that was a natural go-to. Yeah. I didn't know enough of my homeboy, Dylan. She luckily knew enough to be like, yo, that you should fits do, you. You should do a piece today with that. You know, I really Ooh. should. I really should. With that character. Yeah. I should even just do a sheepdog piece that's just a head and then it'll have like a, a Joker Joker. Tag. In fact, I should just fucking leave Joker. And That's the lamest tag ever. And just go back to Sheepdog. <laughs> you built... No, because no. I'll be the only one. You'll be the only Sheepdog. Do you get shit for being for being Joker? Oh, absolutely. It's really? such a gift and a curse of a, of a tag, of a name. And, you know, I it's took like, that it's name like, on the next year when I really got heavily into graffiti. And if I can, real quick, just... Please. So that was my very first time I tagged. 
But Cheap how though. I really got into graffiti and got into the scene is when I ended up getting kicked out of Hoover mm. and landed in Everett in seventh grade. Mm-hmm. This is 1987. 1987 now. Sheesh. And uh, I had art class with a a young man named Adon, otherwise known as Copper, nowadays known as Spooks, founder and owner of Dying Gift Breed. Gift to Gab. and Dying Breed. I respect the OG. Yeah. And so he's an old school mission district. And, uh, you know, for that first year of art class together, the only thing he did every single day was look through his black book. And he had all these full color, full sketches, full graffiti productions with with, you know, little homies on street corners with street poles, mm. in sick grade. old school in seventh grade. Wow. And and uh, he had full color graffiti pieces with these little characters. And I just I didn't even know why I was so attracted to it. But mm-hmm. I remember every art book, the, the, like every day for a whole entire year. The first thing I did every day was like, let me see the sketchbook. I, I, I remember to this day every single page. I looked at them mm. over and over, and I fell in love with that art. And I, at the time, I didn't know why Dope. it was so appealing to me. Mm-hmm. But I just, different. yeah, I, I was, it, it touched me somehow mm-hmm. because it was so different than anything I had seen before as far as art. And it really tapped into what I now know is, you know, the creative part of me that has, you know, is, has always been there. But okay. it, it tapped that, that the looking through his sketchbook. So that's who really I can uh, attribute Copper. to getting me. A, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. He used Spooks. to have a shop in San Jose. Yeah, he, he had Gift to Gab in San Jose for many years. Shout out, shout out to Spooks. Yeah, shout out to Spooks. Shout man. out to Spooks, man. Like his, Free uh, Spooks, yo. Free oh, Spooks. Free Come Spooks. home soon, dog. He'll be hey, back. He'll be dying back breed, you rocking. Yeah, and dying, he's dying breed. He's killing it. Killing it, you rocking. Yeah. We, uh, I think he did a live art show out there. Yeah. And yeah, then we, we, we were there. Yeah. Yeah, and he had you guys. Yeah, we we vended. And there. he had like Crypto performing and some sure other did. cats. So he... He had Jake and all them. That's right. Man, yeah. That's right. And he had the whole AJ mob. Shout yeah. out to AJ. Shout out to AJ mob. Always right. juicy. Chef, Dref, Avoid jail. You already know. <laughs> you feel me? So yeah. So so that's actually who introduced me. And essentially, long story short, I uh, you know I kept tagging him, showing him, yo, look at my tag. Look at my tag. And he's like, you know, kind of go away. A little, was it still, little white was kid. Was it still Sheepdog at that It wasn't. <laughs> it was a few other incarnations uh, at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he pretty much ignored me all of seventh grade. <laughs> um, and then by the time I was in eighth grade, he had transitioned into high school. Oh, okay. But we were still in touch. And then that in, in the summer between seventh and eighth grade is when I took the name Joker. Okay. Um, and... I started getting up. I started hitting buses, and I developed a style. I had a natural hand style mm-hmm. uh, that was clean. I started getting up, and so when I ran into him again, uh, he was like, "Hey, what's up, man?" You know, and I was like, "What's up, dog? Like, I see you. I see you rocking. You know, I see your tag running on buses." He's like, "Yeah, what are you right now?" And I said, "Joker." He's like, "Wait, you're Joker? That's you?" <laughs> he, he went and he in was that battled. moment. My boy was back. And in that moment, he was like, "Damn, dog, you're running." And then I got for into those don't RF. know what does running mean. Come on, let, yeah. let, let's break yeah, down. Yeah, the let's culture. break it down. That's yeah. right. Yeah, running means you see your name everywhere. Mm-hmm. Running means that you're getting around. You you you're you're putting in work. Mm-hmm. And you writing your name mm-hmm. faster than they can take it down. This is pre Bart, so everyone had to be on the bus. Yeah, that's it. And you know, and back in those days, if you hit a tag on a bus, it was good for like at least two or three weeks. Before yeah. they the buff schedule was mm-hmm. way different back then. So you could rock a window 
sitting on the back seat of a bus and that shit would still be there like two weeks later how long did it take you to perfect that backwards oh man <laughs> let's get that you know what i mean like yeah, i yeah, love yeah. it yeah, but for yeah. the record i i can't write for shit my messy my writing's messy <laughs> i i've never been but i love the culture yeah. i'm i'm a i'm a, a I can't I love the culture. Shit. Well, you know how I, how you know somebody is like from Frisco is you just look at their handwriting, you know. <laughs> and, 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 and like I can look at a motherfucker's handwriting on a form at DMV and be like, "What you used to write?" Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. like you can What's see it in the S. Class. Yeah, yeah. What high school did you go to? Right? <laughs> oh, you were oh, then. Man. You were around Ocean then. I seen that around Ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You start breaking up people's high school like that. I knew where you were running at. Um, damn. So that. So that's a very important piece of like you you had to be out like there no one could like how do I break this down like a like is people seeing you feel me like you that's you right. were really you were really out there you had to put in your footwork you couldn't be in the house and do this no you know you no, you had to really be a foot soldier that's right and you know before we started counting views. You know, we got view counters on social media. See yeah, how many do. people viewed our yeah. videos. Mm-hmm. Like, before that, graffiti mm-hmm. writers, we've been counting views just in our head for decades. Who, whoever who comes like, up to you, yeah, seen you running. Because when I when I hit that tag up on the window mm-hmm. of the twenty two Fillmore mm-hmm. or the twenty four or the fourteen or the six or the seven, mm-hmm. those are those are my lines. Mm-hmm. When I hit that tag up in my head, I'm knowing like, okay, I'm calculating. I'm like that meme. With all the calculations yeah. on the top, nah, and the yeah, lady's yeah, yeah. like, <laughs> calculating how many calculating people, how many people are gonna see it. Yeah. Well, that's gonna run through here, and these writers hang out over there. They board the Don't bus down that. at West Portal on the 48, so they're gonna see that run. And by the time it goes through the mission, all the homeboys on 24th are gonna see it running. And that's why we used to hit windows because you could see it running from the outside. Yeah, yeah. And then and that's everyone. when that backwards tag came in. Yes. Boom. How long did it take you to perfect key. that? Yeah, uh, it took me a minute. I mean, let's face it, I was pretty good with the hands. I was a natural, and so yeah. And and that's ultimately how I earned my rep in the graffiti in the Muni graffiti scene back mm-hmm. in the late '80s because of my hands. I wasn't the most up, and I wasn't the hardest, but I had hands. And people always said, "Yo, you it. got style, kid." I respect. So it. before yeah. all that, did you were you like into drawing and all like, that? Or was art a thing for you? Or um, was it just something you, you know, picked up? I think it was. I never really considered myself a an artist, artist or an amazing person before an int- my introduction to graffiti. But again, in, medium, in retrospect, you know, yeah, sure, I was drawn to being creative. I yeah. think you know, you found your calling. Basically, I found my calling. Yeah, yeah. and and. And you know the sad, the sad thing is, I've come to believe that everybody is amazing, is an amazing creative person who could you know find a calling yeah. in the creative Word. arts on some medium or on Word. some level but because of the way society is designed and because of the way capitalism works we have that kind of beaten out of us pretty quickly as kids yeah you know whether it's by our parents or by other things in our environment to mm. not go outside yeah because right. why that doesn't make money traditionally yeah. and so i think everybody has an amazing genius talented Amen. inspired artists inside them and you can see it because it comes out later in different people. When they realize they've chased money their whole lives, when people get to middle age, they they, they, they have a void and they're like, what's missing? And that's when you see people get into, begin to, to dig for that creative energy inside mm-hmm. of them. And then it comes out in pursuits like this or, you know. Graph! 
my yeah, man. Right. You know what I mean? And so, you know, every human being to be a balanced person needs to have a creative outlet. And Amen. that can take okay. a lot of different uh, forms and formats. But at the end, without that, you know, you have a void. I. I 100% believe that. Toast to that. I 100% believe that. And, oh my God. Like, so you you took a break. You jumped back in. And is it safe to say now this is your full-time, like this art form has created you a full-time job. Right. Yes. Could you, (laughs) can you talk, so can you talk about, say off the top, when I started painting again in 2008, um, which, if you want to know, I can talk about how that happened. Uh, but I had, no, I had no idea that I, you know, about six, five, six years later, would quit my regular day job to my to my lady's uh, dismay at the time. <laughs> She's like, you're going to do what? Quit your good job? Was it a good job? With Yeah, it was a good job with full benefits. I was working for the San Francisco Food Bank as a program coordinator. I was doing a good thing, working yeah. nonprofit, getting a good salary. You have full benefits Ooh. for the fam. And I, um, you know, I, so I, I had already been painting, bombing, you know what I mean, for a couple mm. of years at this point. Mm-hmm. And then what, what, what essentially happened was I started getting offers from people uh, to do to do paid commissions, paid commission, commission mural work, commission graffiti, commission street art, commission murals, first whatever one? you want to call. Oh man, I think it was a truck. It was a truck. Like it a definitely was truck? a truck. And I think it was the one. You know what? I have forgotten which was my very first. Not <laughs> like a taco truck, but like a delivery. No, truck. it was like, like a delivery truck. truck. Oh, it was man. like a, a dry cleaning. The one was a dry cleaning truck. Yeah, one yeah. It was one of those old yeah. school ones, you know. And, there was and, a couple vans. And I in remember there too. they like. I didn't even know. I thought we were just painting it, and then they paid us afterwards. They gave us each a couple hundred bucks. And and then eventually, so like it got to the point where I word of mouth got around, which is how this business works. Um, people kept offering me paid gigs, but I had to refuse them because I didn't have time. I was working nine to five, you know what I mean? And then eventually it got to the point where I started doing the math, and I was like, wait. I just got offered six gigs this month and I'm looking at my monthly like take home salary Mm. and then I'm doing the math and I'm like I could have made more money this month had I taken all of these gigs cash too yeah cash and so after a few months of that I eventually like told my lady at the time my my, my daughter's mother um, that I was like I'm gonna quit my job and pursue graffiti art as a full-time career and, and and she laughed. <laughs> she and she was like, "And no, you're not." What? <laughs> she's like, <laughs> and then you said, "Who's laughing now?" <laughs> she was like, "And yeah. end scene, and, uh, scene two. <laughs> long story short, we're no longer together, and I'm making yeah. dough now." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Who's laughing now?" Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, and I even say that, you know, uh, you know, uh, rest in peace, moms. But like. I send that to my God mom. So like, in your face, moms. Yeah. Look who's getting paid for this shit now. You used to give me all that grief about graffiti, but look at me now. It's getting paid. Yeah. And so that was the beginning. I did it. I jumped off the cliff, man. I didn't know. It took me a good two years of being a starving artist and broke and not having enough money for what I needed to survive. Sink but, or swim. But I, I anticipated that. I knew that it would take a little while to... to and now, so fast forward now, 2019. Mm-hmm. And let me just say that I'm making more money now 
than I've ever made in my entire life. Flex with any salaried job working for somebody else. Flex. And I work half the hours. There you go. And when I'm working, I'm doing the thing that I love to do. You're so you're not, you're not really working. So thank you. That Can we toast to that? Hey, can we toast to that? Can we toast to that? Shit that you love. Do, do what you love, love what you do. That part. You know what I'm do saying? Do what you love, love what you, know, you do. If I could do that for... Yeah. I Do mean, it, we were on to something when we Let's tagged on that bench. When we tagged on that bench in 1986, <laughs> we were on to something. And and all we had to do was be patient. And 30-something years later, the yeah. world caught up to what there we were on. You have to keep watering that plant, it. man. And now we're getting paid to do it. It's different now. In, like, marketing, like, you see graffiti now more in on TV than you do on the streets. It's everywhere. Right. Right. It's everywhere. Like, so, so that's another conversation that I'm sure we can get into. Please. Because the current game of graffiti is complex. It's nuanced. A lot of people want to see it as black and white, but it's not. You know, and there's a lot of uh, different opinions out there. There's a lot of people very passionate about those opinions. There's definitely a younger generation of graffiti writers who... um, in my mind, I kind of think of them as like the purists, uh-huh. where Meaning? they they want to they want graffiti to go back to what it was when I was a kid. Okay, which is, you know, and these are people who might look at anything with permission, and especially if you're getting paid as selling out of the graffiti game. And so, that's a valid thing. There is a selling out and a commodification of of graffiti art. There is a gentrification of the graffiti scene happening. Mm-hmm. But I think some people don't want to take the time to understand the complexity and the nuance of, of that scenario. And I'm happy to break it down because please, uh, because this is my full time job now and my livelihood. I think a lot about this. And I got I, my, I got my two cents for you when when you're done. Yeah, ahead, no, I, I, I you know I I'm kind of going on and on, but I I love it. All right, should I just keep going? Please, go for it. Go please, for it. Yeah, so so preach. You know, and 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 I'm I'm sensitive to this because. I have a lot of I have a lot of what we might call haters mm. or people that to to break that to unpack that okay. just to say like people that disagree with the with how I'm using graffiti mm. to enrich myself or, or or rather to survive to make say, a living say that part again how how I'm using graffiti to enrich myself and survive and survive and using that as your okay yeah. and I, it's I, funny I just because want to highlight that a quick. lot of the people that, that that are hating on me you know the people of my generation uh-huh. that's you know all congrats and you know they're all all love mm-hmm. but it seems to be the younger generation mm-hmm. and uh people that again folks that want graffiti to go back to what it was it's like they they yearn for this this time. They they have this romanticized idea of the okay. rebel artist okay. and how they fit into that persona, right? And and you know, like, what can I say? Everything changes and evolves. And I just happened to be born at the right time. You know, we 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 got into graffiti when the, when the slate was blank. Yeah, you could do the idea you want. of a legal wall with permission. You know, back in the days, if we got permission or we're getting paid to do a wall, there's no shame in that. We were excited. I was taught to put your name up no matter how you can. Yeah. And if you were getting paid and had permission, even better. Just real quick, I want you to continue. Yeah. Back in 96 to 97, I used to go to San Diego to visit my cousin. And then there was a store that had its own own like, own like side. And they, they did a mural piece. Like, it was... It was they did a production. Right. Full a production. On, full on Boom. production. Yeah. And then 
with that production, the city told them to take it down. And this is on their property. Yes. So this, this is just me underlining like how hard it is to for it to be accepted to where it is now. And continue. Absolutely. And that's a really great point because that happened in San Francisco. Mm. We've had... In- up to this day that happens in mm-hmm. San Francisco mm-hmm. where people will say, you know, we love art. We just don't like this kind of art because of the message it sends. We don't like that lower class or ghetto art. So I've had murals that I've been paid to do. Okay. And I've had the owner had to call me and say, yo, I'm really sorry. Damn. But for this, that and the other reason and these people don't like it, we're going to have to remove the mural because it's that style of art and they're not ready and and ultimately that in 2019 is is old school like okay. most up-and-coming young professionals now that even aren't into hip art aren't in graffiti they know now that street art street art graffiti art <laughs> i like to call art. it is is the hot thing so we get less of that now but it's the city's yeah, soul yeah and the, and the point of course is that back in the days we were stoked to get permission to do a wall and people now in the graffiti game again that younger generation look down on legals but my thing is this. I have a couple of like just main bullet points around this that Please. I that I that I use. This is your platform. Yeah, that's right. And it's like this. You know, if you have put in your work in the underground or some people like say the illegal graffiti scene, mm-hmm. if you've put your work in and you've been there and you started in that, okay. then you therefore have earned the right to profit off of that culture. Of course. If you are yeah. coming from the outside and you've never been a writer and you you uh, look at it as an opportunity to make some quick money because it's what's hot now. Okay. Then that is the selling out of graffiti. Oh, say it again for the yeah. people in so the back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hold oh. on, run that, run that back right now. That's right. Oh you, you, you have you to get pay it, your you dues. You have to pay your Okay, go ahead. That's, that's it. How, that's how I feel about people when they DJ. Hey, free 99 podcast, bitch. That's right. This is the free 99 podcast. That's how I feel about people that DJ nowadays. Well, people it's the same with every DJ. element of you know hip-hop. I mean? the, the, the DJ yeah. scene, people come in and just download whatever they need. Man, you weren't there digging I mean, for records. You weren't... Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, check this out. Run that back. I got Woo! scars. I got scars Woo! all over my body. I got a rap sheet this long. I'm fighting three felonies right now, graffiti-related. You're fighting three... I'm fighting three felonies. They want to send me to prison. Can but we talk about the one? No, no, hold on. We can get back to that. We'll get to that. You got to tune in, fuckers. Go ahead, go ahead. The point is, like, I've lost friends in graffiti. Oh. I've had near-death experiences recently mm-hmm. where I thought I was going to die and nah. somehow by the grace of the universe was saved. You know what I mean? So I've paid my dues. And for that, you damn straight, I can sit back in the daytime and take my time and paint graffiti. I respect like, I you, I learned OG. that. And get, get paid, paid for, for it at the yeah. end of the day. I respect you, OG. Yeah, thank you. You feel me? Um, like, you know, go, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. And, and some people, you know, some people uh, agree yeah. with that. That that's okay. I, I believe in everybody has the right to have their own opinions based on where they Facts. come from and based on the experiences they've had in life. But when you're 46 years old and you've been living a graffiti life on and off for 30 plus years, mm. you know, what I mean, you have the right to get paid for it now. To add on to that, mm-hmm. specifically, a lot of people um, have have opinions about, you know, the workshops that I teach. Okay. Because a lot of my clients in, in the graffiti workshops I teach um, are from the tech industry. Okay. Techies. Oh. Okay. And so 
I get it. I get the resentment that's, that's, that, that comes out in that way. I totally get it. However, let me just, let me just say this. You know, in any business, mm. in a capitalist system, whether you agree with capitalism or not, we're all living in it. Mm-hmm. In any business, you mm-hmm. have to go where the money is. Yep. You have to go where the money is. And yes, I teach techie workshops. Do I leave? Do I do I uh, lose sleep over that at night? <coughs> you know, frankly, sometimes I do. It's, really? Uh, yeah, I do. I, you know, it's something that I wrestle with. It is, and and that's it's something that, that I wrestle with. It, and is is that okay? Just touching on that, is that because you're you're th- this is home? Like Frisco's home. You know, like all of us in this room right now are. This is home for us. You know what I mean? This is where. This is all we know. Right. So, is it because wh- what you're seeing San Francisco is turning into? Is, is is that why you wrestle with it, Joker? Yeah, I mean, Frisco's going to change regardless. Yeah. Though. Right. Right. So there's right. So there's so many different layers to okay. to unpack of that. It's it's very uh it is very complex, and that's yeah. where it goes back to like people want to be black and white. You're either this. You're either like for or against, yeah. but it's really more complex than that. Okay. You know what I mean? And so first of all, again, back to the business thing. It's like to make money, you got to go where the money is. Facts. And also another thing is like, I looked at this as one step, one one part of my pathway. Eventually, I would love to be teaching classes for young people, you know, who, don't, who don't have $100 a head. And, and I still do that on the side. And, you know, one, one thing that I do... Um, you know, and the way that I just personally balance all of that out is, you know, folks know that I'm always down to, you know, do community murals, work okay. with community, work with youth groups. And mm-hmm. I, I don't charge for that. You know what I mean? And it's almost like one of these things where, like, I take the money that I make from the invaders and then and then be and disperse that through donating my artwork. So oh, when time. I yeah. so when the school or the nonprofit or the mother who's lost her teen to street violence wants a mural, I have the paint and I have the time to create that and give that free of charge to the community. And and you've done th- that. And I've been doing that historically even yes. before. So you've been it's like, like this is nothing new. Yeah, it's nothing yeah. new. This is this is nothing yeah, new. My sure. boy Joker's Thank been you. out here with this shit. So like yeah. just just touching on that like with with okay, quote unquote techies, with, with that energy coming in to the Bay Area, at least you're getting a piece of the pie. You know what I mean? Yeah, come it's on, a, man. It's, not, it's, it's not a, money out there. It's, a, Get it. it's not a big piece. You're not, you're mean, not getting a big piece. And but, then on top of that, they want to learn a culture that that you've been a part of. It's not like they're saying I don't want you. They're right. actually accepting. And, the part and that's of a really good point. So that's another whole aspect of what I'm talking about. Okay. Um, so there's this idea of so a lot of people will tell me like, Yo, Joker, it's not that you're selling graffiti. <coughs> that like I care about. You can profit off graffiti. It's that you're specifically teaching these techies this sacred, coveted culture we have. Yeah. And so that's that's another thing. And let me address that because mm. listen, I'm an empath, you know, like what you feel, I feel. Okay. That's something I can't help. That's a okay. gift I was born with. And I will tell you this, when you are teaching another human being a an outlet, creative outlet, and showing them a creative um, technique. Okay. There's an exchange of energy there that transcends yeah. all of that. So, so 
you know, there's, I, I, in my opinion, there's nothing wrong with showing something to somebody that uh, that is amazing and cool and will possibly change their their the culture. Yeah, you're it's the, the culture. It's Facts. that's right, and it's the spirit. It's the spirit of yeah. the culture. And whenever you're teaching something to somebody on a creative level, you're uplifting that person. And you know. I don't put a lot of investment to that. I don't necessarily think I'm going to change these people's lifestyles or worldview. It gives them a different perspective of the art. At the end of the day, if they don't call the cops when they see someone tagging, I've done a fucking good thing. You know what I'm saying? Real talk. So they're going to be the ones that's not going to take down the mirror. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Next time they fucking, you know, in, in 10 years from now, when they grow up and own a fucking, you know, something... They're going to want, you know, I mean, whatever, like, I can go on and on, but no, I, I you get the, the point. Culture, I, re- no, the I respect culture. it. I yeah. respect it. It's, uh, you are, my dude's, my dude's 46 years old. He, he put in his time. He, he Let got the be. scars. He, <laughs> he got be. the rap sheet. He earned it. Okay. Can I say this? Your, your stripes are earned. That's it. Can I say that? So pay your dues, man. Yeah, you pay your dues. The, you're gonna get then the you reward. Can, you can make the you can make the choices on your life. That's My right. dude's getting paid to do what he loves, and if I could get paid to do what I love, good God, I would take that opportunity. I'm saying, right? You feel me? I'm There's right. literally some people telling me like <laughs> you should quit your job, and I'm like. Do you have another job that yeah, will, yeah, that yeah. will like you equal that? You don't even shut like, the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, oh, I mean, and, and then people also don't realize, like, I come from the '90s, bro. We will pimp anything. Not and '90s. Yeah. We will hustle anything. And then thing is, you, you know, know what I'm saying? It's a different like '90s. It's early a different 90s mentality. Was a different dog. game. It was I hardcore. I couldn't remember how many times people check my pockets on the bus. Yeah, in the nineties because yeah. I was on the wrong bus. We don't get our money, you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, if I want to pimp myself out for my skills, like why let, not? Like why not? Yeah. Are like, you a family man? Oh, oh man, I am family man. See? So Ooh. I got four kids, Ooh. and in addition to that, I got four baby mamas. Remember when we said some things are off limits? Remember the off limits? No, we didn't hit the limit. Damn, what y'all what y'all got me drinking? It's truth serum or some I'm shit? I'm just saying, man. It's four <laughs> baby mamas. So I got four baby mamas. Shit. I got a grandchild. You have a oh, grandchild? Yeah. My dude's a grandfather. Get off his oh, back. You know what I'm saying? Get that money. I'm the official, like, graph grandpa. You know what I mean? And so, You're the listen, cool grandpa. I got dues to pay. And yeah. I'll be damned if I fucking sit and slave for somebody else's company every day, 95. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My Man, goal is your So my goal is your lifestyle, yeah, bro. I'm telling you. Yeah, peace to my haters. Uh, I love y'all. That's important. Keep me on my toes. Don't stop. But it keeps me motivated, yeah. and it also informs me. It gives me, it takes, helps me take the temperature of where the youth culture is at. Get out of my and I, pocket, though. As a as a historically youth worker, youth development worker, which is actually what I did professionally for many years before I entered the graph game. Worked in nonprofits, worked Preach. with youth, worked in juvenile hall, did Preach. gang prevention at midnight Preach. with with Kaya's program, hopped out of vans on gang members and told them, come on and Preach, watch the movie Joker. instead of get shot. Fuck. Like I've been I've been at this, you know what I mean? And and so Do you remember your pager code? <laughs> yeah. 
I did. did. <laughs> and it was 91717. And that equaled 9mm because at the time I was carrying a 9mm. Which I one time had to, though. got pulled over on 17th and Mission with a car full of West Coast Kings, my graffiti crew at the time. Yikes. And I fucking went down for that. You know what I mean? I got caught with my shit. Really? Yeah, and that, that's another story. And so. You know what I mean? Like, I've been there, I've been there, I've been there, and at my age, man, I want to kick back and paint and get a paycheck. And, and you anyone who hates on that, yeah, it's yeah. good. I still love you. Yeah, hey, when you, you know have what? haters, when you have haters, that means you're doing something right. Yeah, what's right. the saying? If you ain't got no haters, you ain't doing shit. Exactly. Right. Can we talk Boom. about... Cheers to y'all. Cheers, cheers, cheers. cheers this is the Free 99 Podcast. Joker's in the building. We in Philly Phil. Right this is Gus. Hey, this... this Y'all should be charging for this game. My motherfucker is dropping gems right Shout out to my boy Joker. He's dropping gems right now. The graph culture is something I always loved. But Hell I, yeah. I never had I never had the hands so yeah. I don't so have whack. talent, bro. I don't have talent. <laughs> you guys you guys didn't bomb, you guys didn't write? I didn't nah. write. No. I, did, I bombed in my notebook. I, yeah, I bombed in my notebook. But you guys were still of the generation where everyone had a tag. Yeah. And whether it made it out of the yeah. pages of your math notebook or not, yeah. you it still had there. a tag. Yeah. Everyone I had, had a tag and had a yeah. hand style of that generation. Yeah. I will not say my there's tag. Some, there, there, there's some, uh, there's some writers, writers, there's some writers that that could be listening right now. I, I was a writer too. I, I was a game don't stop. Hey, hey. hey. okay. Like, Frisco yo, shit, man. Yo, like, like, yo, like these writers want to know. Who did you have beef with, like, back growing up? Who did you have beef with? Do you want to talk about that? You want to talk about that? I'll talk about it. I mean... You're CA, right? I'm CA, Mob. Uh, Honestly, though, I'm I'm CA as of, like, recently. A good, like, five. So I was an original CA. and, And, however... Mm. I will say that since I've been in CA, we had a major beef. Mm. And we had the type of beef where it was like, get your homeboys and meet at the skate park. We are no weapons, no guns, no knives. We all going to get together and fight. We're going to handle this. And after that, it's going to be squashed. Nobody's going to be going over nobody. And whoever whoever leaves bloodiest... You Wait. know, yeah, 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 right. Or it's just to get, get it out <laughs> yeah, real quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and so that happened, you know what I mean? And that was, you know what I mean? That was the CA BTM beef. That's no secret. That's it. Oh, oh, oh. Hello. So, talking about C- what year was the CA BTM beef? Oh, man. You know, I'm really not in a position to speak to the full details. Actually, that okay. was actually right after I got in CA, uh, within months. And really? I remember getting that call like, Was it because of you? Yo, Joker. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't because of me, and I'm not going to get into the names. Okay. <laughs> that is something I won't get into the specifics. Respect. Only CA because BTM. I don't know enough because I was new. And so I had gotten in CA like a month earlier. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it was like a weekend, and I get this call. And, you know, I'm about to, like, go do something with my kid or something. Yeah. I get this call. Yo, dog, we need you. We got beef. We're meeting up at the skate park to rumble. Oh. I just want to And write. I was like, wait, how old <laughs> what did I, I get myself write. into? <laughs> what, you, I thought we were doing legal murals, dog. Now I'm rumbling at the skate park. What year was this? So this was a good, like, five years ago. Okay. Damn, Damn five years ago? Yeah. 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 yeah, man. I mean, I'm an old guy. That's in the teens. And so you Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like in my 40s, right? And I'm getting this call. And then, um, and then I was like, all right, when and where? You know what I mean? Like, I already know. Come on, man. I'm in the building. Come on. I'm CA mob to the heart. Like, what's up? Like, do we need to, you know what I mean? What do we need to do? Let me know. Like, come swoop me. I'm ready. 
And so that happened, you know what I mean? There were fights. There were multiple fights that day. That day? That day at the skate park off of 3rd, right next to the Muni Arts, coincidentally. Yikes. You know what I'm saying? Yikes. So for those that know where that skate park is, there, was a, there was a crew rumble that happened yeah. between CA and BTM. Some out there in Army. Yep. Yeah. And there were, there were specific third and people Army. that had beefs that, that were able to handle that. And there were winners and losers, and the beef was squash after that. So it was on some real OG shit to where, let's go here, make it happen. After it happens, shit's done. Yeah, that's, that's it. Real OG. That's no how beef should be handled. Yeah. And By no the guys. way, shout out to BTM. Like, shout out to BTM. We all good now. You see how that works. Like it's love. Niggas fight, go home with black eyes and busted lips, and then live to tell the tale, and then get together for a drink later. Fight you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? You live so to fight another day. Live to fight another day. The actual bombing battle. Oh, right. The the part. The, so, so Mono talking about the who, bombing yeah, battle. No, because that's, that's what the writers want to know. Who, who crossed out who the most and, and was up? Man, that was the thing. The battle yeah. I want to talk about is longer. It's like way before most of your listeners were born. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty yeah. sure. I'm pretty but, sure. No, I don't know. We got some old ass listeners. Oh, right? Well, yeah. Actually, we got, yeah. we got actually some, on second thought. Yeah, yeah. We G's. That's writing battle. Yeah, so I mean, you're always gonna say you won. Yeah, you I mean, me? yeah, we did win. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to BTM, though. Shout out to the CA. So, so that that was different. That was that was beef. Okay. Um, but there was a graffiti battle that happened. It's a historic battle. Is the battle between ROF and GF? If you're a, if you're a, yeah, if you're a Muni writer from the late '80s era, like you know it. Because ROF it was the biggest battle at the time. Yeah, and GF. Yeah, like, that's right. Know what? Like the names, the the words change. But to you, if someone says ROF to you, what does that mean? Yeah, I mean that's Renegades of Funk, and that was the first graffiti crew I ever was in. That's an old school mission oh, crew. Matter of fact, I've brought it back, so it's a crew now. ROF. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. We, we, we're laying low right now, but we're about to have a crew meeting before the end of this year. And, you know, the members are there. I've, we, we have a couple of old, but mostly I've recruited new, young, up-and-comers, young mm-hmm. hitters. And not no muralists. Motherfuckers out there that's really putting in work. Bombers. Yeah, and from mm-hmm. the Mission District. You know what I mean? Everybody's from the Mission District, mm-hmm. or at least from Frisco. Most of the young cats love the Mission. Yeah, and... <laughs> You know what I mean? And so so I'm actually making an effort to bring that back. But everybody knows. So that was the crew that Ruben, who at the time was known as R1, started. Spooks, Copper at the hey. time was in that. And that was the first crew I was led into. And I was given permission by them to restart the crew and, and make it Word. make it a new thing. Uh, and that was a few years ago. So we got some hitters. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, do, we're a little bit dormant. You, you'll see a hit up here and there right now, but we're going to have a big crew meeting uh, around the end of the year that will actually uh, ideally propel us into into current relevance, which is, you know, graffiti is all about relevance. Yeah. Honestly, uh-huh. like if you stop hitting up for a few months... You're not yeah, the most really, talked yeah. about anymore. ROF and what was what did GF stand for? Oh, to you? GF was Graffiti Funk. So you know, funk Renegades was a big thing. Yeah, it yeah, was yeah, like yeah. Renegades of Funk versus Graffiti Funk. That's eighties though. That's if yeah. This knows, is eighties. This 80s. is late eighties. Yeah. This is around eighty. I want to say eighty-eight. Yeah, I want to say nineteen eighty. Hey, and that's this 80. battle was all about. 14 missions. Let's just say it. Yeah. It bus was all about boys. And it was a bus hopping battle. Yeah. And in this battle, you would see crews, mm-hmm. graffiti crews, passing each other 
going on the bus lines. You were looking at the windows like, what's up? And we were all just mobbing these buses, getting it up on as much. I mean, this is the excitement of graffiti. Yeah. That's like, when you can pop out the, the window part. and then yeah, sit out it. Pop out the window oh, and we can't do this shit for those young people. <laughs> this is before cell phones and cameras everywhere. So no. if you, you did not get it. caught red-handed, you're good. Yeah. If you're, you're not in the mission when thing. it's popping, yeah, no, you didn't know what happened. That's right. You just I heard mean, about I it. I remember buses pulling up on 24th and Mission. This was actually different. This was at a writers' meeting. South to and. Pop the cables and just rush front just side, kill it. sides, everything, everybody hit it. Okay, okay, okay. Ultras can. Let me break that down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what he's saying yeah. is the buses will stop at 24th Mission. This is when the buses ran on the line. They ran y'all. on electric cables. They ran on yeah, electric cables on the back. Yeah. And then after knowing, you had to have someone that had gloves, or you're gonna get you can get you can get yeah, shocked. That's right. So yeah. the one homie with the gloves, or would, would put throw a jacket on their hands and just whack, pull yeah. it down. And then whoever could crush that actually, bus. actually, to correct you on that, please. This was before the cables. You had to have gloves. They were actually rope, like oh, what? cloth yes. rope. Cloth I remember rope. These it's were actually rope. cloth it's rope. It's still rope. So you could grab it without a glove it's still and rope? just pull it's still rope. it. Because I drive the 14 mission. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so if you touch it without a glove, so that's a myth. Man. That's an urban myth. Hey, okay, I'm gonna say something. We, we, if we, folks don't see it, we have a silk screen here. I think we should do a Joker free 99 silk screen <laughs> to where we hit these, then you hit over it. We that was the right now, right? That's the podcast. Fun the podcast. That was pretty dope. You have that, and then, and then you, you just go over right, it. Right right over. Yeah. I hate to be that guy, but is there a way I can smoke? Yeah, yeah, yeah please. Do please. It. And sorry, not weed. No, no, please. Okay. Please. <laughs> see, y'all Filipinos smoke cigarettes and shit. No, it's yeah. weed. It, it's in the culture, man. Yeah, that's it. I used no. to bum cigarettes off my homeboy's grandma. <laughs> my Filipino. <laughs> and she give yeah. it to you. Off yeah, and she'd always give it to me, yeah. So the bus line, so you guys would hop up, because 2-4 was pop- always popping. Always. That was like... That was like the graffiti writer's spot mm. in my day for the people that I was around. I know there were different spots around. West Portal was a spot in the in the mid '80s. Um, there were some spots further up Mission. You know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. some cats kicked it, like even up by Sickles and Mission, the benches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but like. 24th admission, that was like the That's spot that, to me. that I aspired to hang out at. Yeah. That was where I you was, got up. And keep in mind, you know, today's graffiti scene doesn't understand that back in the late 80s, like, I was one of the only white boys. Graffiti was not Everyone thought you was saturated Latin, though, right? with white boys. They yeah, was yeah. yeah I mean, Latin. they did just because I was like <laughs> Joker. Yeah. You, and you're yeah, with baby Joker. Yeah, and I was with <laughs> Culture. But back in the days, it was unique to be a white kid hanging out in those scenes because yeah. you were one of the only white kids. And what that led to is being tested all the time. Like, oh, mm-hmm. white boy, you want to, you know what I mean? You want to be hard. Mm-hmm. You want to, you want to. You uh, out here on our block? What yeah. you do on our block? And yeah, right. And so what that led to for me personally was always having to prove myself mm. and that's how i earned myself a reputation because i learned pretty early that all i had to do was some crazy sick ass shit and then people mm. would not not fuck with me after yeah. that. oh yeah, yeah. Oh, he's cool Both, he's, as, he's, as a crazy yeah. white oh, boy oh, he's down yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Fuck with him, bro. everyone has a yeah. crazy white boy yeah, that's right and i was that guy i was that guy yeah. he's white don't leave him alone leave yeah him alone. i was that guy he wouldn't be here if he wasn't down just leave him alone yeah he did this and they would yeah. tell stories and mm. and you know and I carried a pistol so you know what I mean like nine mil 
Yeah. Well, so, then. you know, like, it, my reputation preceded me, in a sense, in some circles. You know what I mean? Yeah. Can can we can we just fast forward a little bit? Uh, can you talk about the, the is it was it an M80, M1000? Oh, shit. Can you talk about that? Dude, I, so, I did not know that was you. I saw it on the news and everything. I was like, who the hell? I think I heard it. Yeah. It was on Warstar. You probably heard it. You probably heard it. You probably heard my mom, it. I know my mom heard it. She was loud mom, as fuck. My mom's staying the E, so. <laughs> so there's actually a link to something we, we were talking about earlier. Remember the three felonies? Oh, the three felonies. So this is that's what I caught as a result of that viral what? video. So let me tell that story. Yeah, because, let's talk, let's talk because about Because that it. is a... A very misrepresented misunderstood story. What were you trying to do with so that? So let me thing? just first say that it was 4th of July. Yeah, well, okay. It wasn't like a random Thursday. No, it was no. like it was 4th, it was of, 4th July. of July. And <laughs> no kids were at that school. Can I say yes. that? Yes. And, and for the record, it's not a school. It's the back of a boys and girls club. It's okay. the back of a back community Back of a boys center. and girls Okay. And it was closed for the day. And what okay. a lot of people don't realize and of course you can't, you can't know by watching the video is that Historically, in my part of the neighborhood, that is where everyone in the neighborhood lit their fireworks off. Safe Why? Spot. Because it's a safe place. It's a blank, concrete, this is open facts. schoolyard. This is so facts. every year, all the people would go down into that schoolyard and light their fireworks off. And it was sort of one of these things that was just not legal, but it was like tolerated because everyone knew that logically it was like a safe place, better than doing it in your backyard, mm-hmm. better than doing it in the middle of the street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So everyone would go into the schoolyard and light their fireworks and when it got dark. That's for the neighborhood too, though. Right. You know what I mean? Like, Okay. Wait, for the people that don't know, go on, go on Joker's page and see this Fucking I recently rep- I reposted on last Fourth of July. It's like it's like the IG not too far down. J O K. This can fucking R-A-E. up, yo. J O K R A E four one five. This can blow the fuck up. So yeah, so let me so let me continue. So basically, granted, it was a little earlier than the traditional community firework time. It was daylight. It was daylight. It was like noon. I had just caught about 20 M1000s from my plug, 20 which I will not name. You know who you are, boss. You know what it Excelsior is. Cats. Hey, you know what it is. I no more. I love the Excelsior, So I had caught my yearly $100 expenditure of fireworks, which okay. included all the illegal fireworks you can think of. Rum okay. candles, bottle rockets, and a nice little brick of M1000s. And what does a brick for M1000 go on, go on that market? Yeah, it's like 40, 40 bucks. It's like bad. six a piece. Yeah. Six a piece. Okay. That ain't bad. 40 bucks. And I had like, you know, a little stack of them. Curious. Okay. And so I was like thinking of different cool things to do because people don't get it. Like before 9 11, back in the 80s, we used to like blow shit up for fun. And it was people fun, yeah. just like, boys will be boys. They like to blow things up. Watermelons, yeah, rats, everything. Oh, Possums. Yeah. yeah, garbage cans. Garbage cans. <laughs> All of it, right? And so to keep it in perspective, I was just looking for something cool to blow up. And in the now in the Instagram age, uh, I was like, this will make a great video. So I, yeah, I premeditated and manicured. I was like, this is going to be cool. I took one of the tall Maximo cans for the writers that know what that is. And you, it's you a tall taped can it. of spray paint. I taped it on. And um, my reasoning was I said it. <laughs> the only reason I said it next to the wall was so that I could duck behind the wall, the behind the corner, and Give hold my time. phone out. Yeah. yeah. So it's interesting because a lot of comments on the reposted videos of this that 
that has gone viral and has like upwards of like a hundred million views total. World star shit. Yeah. And I'll get to that in a second, how it went viral. Fuckers. But a lot of a lot of the comments are you didn't run very far away. You but what to. people don't realize is I didn't have to. Yeah. What I did is I put my body around the corner and I stuck. So I was filming with just my hand out from around the corner. So my body was actually, um, I had enfilade from the blast. <sighs> and so. Do you have the original footage, footage of that? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You I posted have, it. There's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I hey, send that. It. We're yeah, going to yeah, put yeah. this shit in this place. Okay, okay, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> so. So I was like, this is going to be <coughs> sick. I knew it was mm-hmm. going to be fucking dope. Mm-hmm. And, and so, so I, so, and it was, right? And then it going viral was proof of that. Mm-hmm. So I fucking did it. Boom. Amazing. Could have came out, couldn't have come out any better. Yeah, that shit was perfect. No, it was, Dude, thought that shit was fake. Even the sound. A lot of people were like, were like, that sound is fake. That's the explosion from, uh, what's that video game? Fortnite. They're like, that's the Fortnite explosion. Fucking like, no, kids. dude, this is all analog. Like, <laughs> this is all analog. Yeah, like I just recorded it. Yeah, and it just came out amazing aesthetically as far as the video. Couldn't Holy have come out better. Shit. I thought you were trying to get like a like the color blast and then like. Well, I was, and that's how I can say it was graffiti related because yeah. what I thought was, this is new territory in mm-hmm. graffiti, actually using an explosive device to propel your paint at a rate and a distance. That has never been done before. What color was that paint? It was chrome, silver chrome. It was silver chrome? Yeah. Okay. And so I knew that that most of the paint would would instantly (laughs) incinerate Uh in a cloud, but that some of it would splatter and that that would be the art left over. So I did have an artistic intent. Um, But let's face it, I was pretty shit faced at the time. I'd been (laughs) drinking beers all day. Do what you do. And it was 4th of July. (laughs) America. I went, I told my, my daughter, so coincidentally, that schoolyard is actually right next door to my baby mama's house. Mm-hmm. And so my, my daughter, my baby mama, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 the last one. <laughs> so they were watching from the backyard because the backyard shares the fence with so oh, literally is directly next door. To where I, uh, to where my baby so mama they, they watched everything. So they watched everything through the fence. Yeah. Anyway, I did it. Cool. Made, the, edited the video together. Made it. Posted it. Boom! It instantly started gathering. Like it ate. Started trending. Viral. Started trending. Viral. It ate. Started, started, yeah. Yeah. yeah it started trending. And then, so then I started getting texts from like my friends. And they're like, dude, this is dope, but like. Are you sure it's a good idea? <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm shit faced at the time. It's like getting fuck into the Fourth of July. I'm like, dog, that shit was sick, man. Fuck the man, you know what I mean? Fuck the people, <laughs> fuck the people, man. I'm posting this shit, bro. This shit is sick. You know, I'm new levels of graffiti, man. We doing this shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm cocky. I'm this was year myself. six, no, seventeen. It was two years ago. Yes, it was twenty seventeen. It was actually 2018 because what? the one year anniversary just passed on 4th of July. That's right. I'm sorry. You're so, right. That's right. So the one year was this last 4th of July. 2018. So anyway, long story short, I posted it. Mm. And then, and then like, I started thinking about it. I just kind of sobered up. And I was like, you know what? Fuck. What, what that? did I just do? Maybe <laughs> this is like 
bad news. And so I delete it like about four hours after I had originally posted it. Oh, so I see. I, I seen the the live bridge because was that a live video or or was no, it there just was no on the live story? video? It was just my. It was it was a post on okay. my actual feed. It was not a, a okay. story. No story. So it was a post on my feed. It started racking up views. It got like ten. 10k views in the first like 15 minutes. <laughs> it hit, it hit. So the ego in me, the part of all of us that, that get yeah. off on yes. the views, I'm like, not literally, but I'm like, okay, I like this. Literally, right? I'm out here. This is keep watching my shit. <laughs> yeah, keep watching my shit. I'm watching the Bitches. views. Pilot. I keep refreshing. I'm watching the views yeah. jump, and I'm, I'm loving. Four it. hours, 15,000. I I really like. I started sobering up, and I was like. You know what? What the fuck did you know I just do? I already got enough views, like, take it down. Yeah. But it was too late. The Some next the next day, it popped up on Worldstar. Oh, and it got like 50 million views in the first day. Ooh. And then it popped up on, well, Everything um, after yeah, that. Everything. Yeah, everything. So now it still gets reposted. I still get tagged in the repost <laughs> to this day, a year plus later. Yeah. Altogether, total, I've estimated it's got about 100 million views. Woo! It was viewed on Facebook. It was posted by Freddie Gig Gibbs. <laughs> Is that right? On his personal Facebook. Is that right? It, it's been a part of, um, like, dumbest things on the internet. Uh, posts. Shout out. It's been reposted by all the big, like, action pages. Yeah, yeah. 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 And um, so you did back, that. back to you my consequences that. for that. <laughs> okay. So about a week later, it took about a week. Um, we anticipating this. My this. baby mama's house, which is right next door, mm-hmm. gets raided Damn. by SFPD arson task force today. Because they consider it an explosive. So I got hit with three charges. You could basically say they were terrorist charges. They were, oh my they God! Were manufacturing of incendiary device. And then they were igniting as incendiary device in a public place. And then they were igniting incendiary device with, an in, with the intent to cause harm. And um, so they couldn't find me. So they raided my baby mama's house. Okay. First time. Then they came back a few days later, politely, knocking on the door, freaking out my like, my like, Ground ears, daughters. Yeah, let's just say Nana, yeah, who, yeah. who's in the house. Shout to Nana. She's like, what the fuck? Yeah, shout to Nana. And then they even found my, at the time, side bitch's house. <laughs> <laughs> and they even raided her fucking house at six a.m. <laughs> so, so, so people. So at that point, people are snitching because none of that's on record. Anyway. Yeah. At that point, people are like, yeah, I know he fucks with this bitch. So they raided her fucking house at six in the morning. Oh, damn. <laughs> now, luckily, they couldn't find where. Yeah, with a warrant. The warrant. They couldn't yeah, find where I lived, which was only a few blocks away. This is all in the Excelsior. Mm. Um, so where I was saying at the time, I intentionally kept off the books, off the records. Uh-huh. Uh, that was not my mailing address. That was not my address anywhere written down. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like chilling a few blocks away while these other houses are getting raided. Yeah. <laughs> And, 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 and in retrospect, like I made sure that address wasn't on the record just for a scenario just like this. Mm-hmm. So out. they couldn't find me. Yeah. They were looking for me. I'm like passing by these dudes in mid-traffic. I mean, they're mm-hmm. looking for me. And I'm watching these detective cars roll around the accessory looking for me on mission. Eventually, okay. I realize I'm going to have to like face Fess up. This. Yeah. yeah. So I... Um, by the grace of the universe, or hey. God, some people call it, 
um, I was able Shout to, to that like, positive obtain, energy. that's right, that karma. I was able to obtain one of what I was told is one of the top five criminal defense attorneys in the city of San Francisco took my case pro bono. Pro <coughs> bono! He said, Joker. Shout him out, shout him out. Shout him out. <laughs> shout out to Michael Gaines. Thank you, brother. Michael brother, Gaines, you're a real MVP. You saved my life. Pro you bono. saved art. So Michael Gaines out, saved art. I went to elementary school with this man's son. He knew me as a young person. He is now one of the top criminal defense attorneys in San Francisco. Ooh. I reached out to him. He agreed to take my case for pro bono. And here's what he said. He said, listen, Ethan. Government <laughs> <laughs> name. Or shall I call you Joker? Oh, and he said, your full because <laughs> I'm good friends with your father. And because I knew you as a child growing up and I've always liked you. I'm going to take your three felonies pro bono. And he's like, I charge 10 G's per felony. That's my rate. Jesus. So I'm giving you $30,000 worth of legal defense for the F, for the off, free 99. Off top. For the hey, free 99. And he said, my only, my only request of you to obtain my services is do not catch another case mm -hmm. while we are fighting this case. And for those of you that wonder why I haven't fucking gone out there and gotten my bombing in, is that's why. I've been fighting this case now for over a year. I'm still fighting it. Still. Respect my OG, man. The prosecutors want to send me to prison for 10 years on terrorist arson charges. What? And because I have a good lawyer, knock on wood, I'm going to escape that. I'm going to escape with some sort of probation and maybe a fine. Uh, because I have one of the best criminal defense lawyers reputable in San Francisco. This man walks into the courtroom at 8.50. I have one court date per month that I go to. That's okay. part of my life now. Uh. And when he walks in, he's greeted by first name by the judge. Fuck. So I somehow was blessed. And to me, that's an indication that I still have some karmic resonance yeah. in the universe that's taking care of me. Because my intention... Respect was not to hurt anybody. <laughs> no, of course was not. Was not to hurt any structures, was not to harm the boys and club, boys and girls club or the school. My intention was to do something that left an impression on people in an artistic way and that has been accomplished. Amen. And I wouldn't change it for the world. Amen. God damn. Amen. Facts. God damn. Facts. Facts up in this game. Facts for the people in the back, God hey. damn. Hey. Hell yeah. Drink to that. All right, and just to, you know, th this has been an intense podcast. Hey, we're going to need gonna you to come back. back. We're going to need you to come is that, back. Is that okay? Yeah. Too, bro. Let's yeah, do this dude. every motherfucking week. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Joker. Woo! Joker. I mean, if not, just to get away from my kids. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> everyone, oh, yeah, everyone needs that time out. Four, four yeah. Everyone needs that time Thank out. You. Anything Damn. you want to share with the universe? Two yes. minutes. Share Absolutely. with the universe. Two minutes. So, one thing that I haven't said yet is that... I'm um I'm on a spiritual path, man. It's corny and all that, but at my age, we seek to be a force of good. Uh huh. My my motivation in life is not money. It's not wealth. It's, it's not ego-serving material things. Okay. Or clout. Okay. My goal in life. And really, as a result of being a father and having children that have to live here after I'm gone. Grandchildren. Grandchildren. Please. Is to please. leave a positive impression on the earth and on the people I encounter on a day-to-day -day basis. Hell There's yeah. a lot of bullshit and, and money chasing and clout chasing going on, especially with this new generation. I see my son and my daughter struggling with social media and how to navigate that. 
and I do my best to guide them okay. and to teach them that the true value of life and the only thing you can take with you when you're on your deathbed okay. is how you positively impacted other people and made the world a better place. Hell yeah. And, and I've come to believe that that is the most important thing in life. And so... Obviously, life is complex, it's nuanced, feelings and emotions change and shift with the weather and with what's going on in your lives. Mm -hmm. But as mm -hmm. an overall arching goal, I just want to have a legacy that spreads light and love to the people I've interacted. And I try my best to do that yeah. with my art form and with my craft. And not everybody can soak that for me, no. but the ones that can are better off for it. And for that, I know I've done a good job. You have. God damn. You have. Damn. damn. You have. Damn. Mike drops. Drop the mic. Hey, right. There you go. There is no way I can top that. Holy shit. no way I can top that. Right down, Brian. Let's go. Joker. Kids are coming. I'm so appreciative of your time oh and your God. energy on this podcast. You shared so much gems and positive energy. I can only return it. Free 99 Podcast, Joker, you have a permanent home here. If you ever want to come yeah. and speak your truth, you, you, yeah. I know you a long time, but we never got to this, this, this. But me and you, me and you's always been solid. Me and you's always been solid, but always. we never got always. to this, always. Always. this, this. So, that's, that's, all right that's, that's all that is. That's, that's right no, here. It, and you know what, you know right what I mean? Here. Right there. Real talk. Yeah. Joker, you're a man. I appreciate you. Shout out to your children, your children's children. Uh, this is the Free 99 Podcast, Spotify, Instagram, I love YouTube. Uh, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, everything. What's the IG one time for the people in the back? Joe Cray 415. That's J O K R E 415A. I love y'all. Thank you. Be positive. Be blessed. Yeah. 399 Podcast. Let's go. Yeah.